Hi, and thanks for listening to another audio podcast from Creekside Community Church, Narangba, Queensland. For more information and resources, please visit our website at www.creekside.org.au. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you for being with us, Lord. Thank you for touching our church, touching our hearts and our lives, Lord. God, we commit this year to you. We commit our lives to you, Father. And we just pray, Lord, come in like a flood. Let your spirit come in like a flood, Lord. Fill us afresh, we pray. Lord, empower us in prayer, Lord, and help us be united in in love and and connection and, and for one another and help us to thrive in our personal lives with you and our spiritual lives. Help us thrive together as a church family as we move forward and as we make a massive kingdom impact and maximum kingdom impact with our lives and as a church family, we pray in the name of Jesus. And we all said, amen. amen. That's what we want. Uh, last, Happy New Year, everyone. I know I missed last week. Sorry, you guys, I took a Sunday off, um, had a, a little break and it was one of those funny kind of days that uh, it was a nice opportunity to, to have um, a little break and, but I really missed you, and uh, so I say Happy New Year, but I know Tim and Russell led a little service here with some of you who are still around, and I thought and heard that that went really well, so thank you to Tim and Russell for that. And it is that time of year, and the new year, when we, we take a time to reflect, we hit that kind of reflect button, and we learn from the past year, and, and we hit, then hit the refresh button, hopefully get filled afresh and think about the year ahead by resetting your focus on things that really matter. Sometimes we have to recalibrate. So we hit the recalibrate button as you kind of do a reset on your course and your direction as... Um, uh, Rhonda was talking about a communion before. Sometimes we need to recalibrate a little bit and hit that reset button for the course, re- recalibrate your course for the year ahead for 2023 and be on the right path and have the right focus and have the right direction that God has called you to for this year. And I want to show you five of my personal commitments or goals or resolutions, you could call them, or, or, or whatever you want to call them. In fact, I'd like to call them spiritually life-transforming habits that will give me transformation over the year ahead. How's that sound? Instead of resolutions, which you know every time you get a new, new goal or resolution for the year, it lasts for about two weeks, and then we get back into the old pattern of living, the old way of living. I'm going to talk to you over these next five weeks about five simple commitments that are going to help me to thrive in 2023. Things that I want to focus on, as I said, I'm calling them life-transforming habits that I'm committing to this year so that I could thrive and improve my spiritual health as well. And as a result, I could live more spiritually vibrant for 2023. And that's what I want for you. And that's what God wants for you. And that's what God wants for me. So my hope is, as, as an encouragement, as you maybe hear some of what I'm focusing on in my life too, it might encourage you and some of those areas you could say, yeah, I'm going to hit that recalibrate button in that area for me too. Does that make sense? And so just these next five weeks, I've called it my fantastic five. Everyone say the fantastic five. And so I wrote a little poem for you to help you remember my first sermon for 2023. We all get ready for some poetry, everyone. I mean, this is really deep, everyone. This is going to be fantastic. If you could put that on the screen, we're going to read it out together. Next slide. And it goes like this. Ready? Read it out. Pastor Troy's fantastic five. 
will help you stay spiritually alive. They will help you not only survive, but even better, you will thrive. Thank you for that underwhelming response. Does anyone here want to thrive this year? Yes. All right then. So let's read it with some conviction. I want to thrive this year. I want you to thrive this year. God wants us to thrive this year. Let's put this in our mind for just a moment and read it together with conviction. Here we go. Pastor Troy's Fantastic Five will help you stay spiritually alive. They will help you not only survive, but even better, you will thrive. Now let's be honest. There's so much information out there about what we should be doing with our lives and how we can have course correction and self-help gurus and great books are going to help you grow and, and move forward, but there's only one thing that actually really matters, church, and that's what God says. What does God say? And the reality of how much then you put into action in your life of what God says. True? So today's talk, I want to introduce the first one of my fantastic five that will focus on what God says and then what we could put into action to make it truly work because that's what matters. Okay, so as I said, five commitments over the next five weeks. The first four of them are going to be very personal ones we can implement into our life. The fifth one is the first week of February and the 5th of Feb, and it's our Vision Sunday. I want you to lock that one in your calendar. Make sure you're here for Vision Sunday, but that'll be our, our, our goals for this year ahead as a church. We're going to bring, we want you to pray about that and leading up to Vision Sunday over the next few weeks. I want us to gather and pray I want us in our Sunday services over the next four weeks leading up to the February 5th, be praying for me, be praying for our leadership team, be praying as a congregation that God will speak to us and lead us forward into our vision. And we want to make sure we have clear vision. The Bible says without clear vision, the people will perish. But with a clear vision, we can build God's kingdom. We can be laser focused and do something special and something powerful together. And that's what I believe for our little church here that we can do something special and be part of something special with God. So these next five weeks, they're important. We're going to look at these fantastic five. And I want to begin with something that we don't often talk about in church too much, and yet the Bible does talk about this. And I've made it my number one goal to grow this year because I feel like it affects every other area of my life right now, and I think this may encourage you too. So are you ready to begin? Yes or yes? Excellent. Number one. We'll have this on the screen. We're going to, number one, make small, healthy choices every day. Say that with me. Make small, healthy choices every day. If you want to not only stay alive, but you actually want to thrive and not just survive, then I want you to actually get to the end of 2023 and be able to look back and say, look at all those small, healthy choices that I made the whole way along, and now look at what's happened and where I am right now. I want you to focus this on your health. I know that as I focus on my health, today I'm going to talk about my physical health. We know the Bible does talk about that too. Went very quiet in the room. The Bible speaks to us about our physical health. And we're going to focus on that today. But of course, there's all other areas of health that we could insert into this as well. Our mental health, our relational health, our spiritual health, our emotional health, 
our financial health, all these other areas works in this principle. But today I want to focus on my physical health and hopefully encourage you in that as well. Lots of times we get into the New Year resolution, we focus on our physical health. It's kind of like one of those goals, I know, because it's something we do actually care about really deeply, right? We do care about our physical health, but it's just hard. Like we get to this time of year and think, oh, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to build my strength and I'm going to lose some weight and I'm going to get on the next fad diet and I'm going to eat really well. And we go through all those things and we get the gym membership and then it all just starts to die away, right? And I think sometimes we don't understand the reason why. And I think to, to do these things are great, but they die off because we don't have a really deep motivating reason why. We might have a vain reason why. It might be just, I want to look better, or I want to feel better. But we don't actually understand a deeper reason why and what God says about it. And if you have a deeper reason why on the things that you're going to do in the long term, on the, the deeper commitments of your life, then it gives you resilience, and it gives you endurance, and it gives you strength to be able to keep moving forward in those areas of your life, to keep growing that. You've got to, I remember when my kids, they were little, and when they're only little, and those of you with little kids, then you, as mums and dads, you can just tell them what you want to do, what you want them to do. I'm telling you because I have authority over you, and I know what's best for you. But there's a time when those children get to an age of understanding, and there's a point where you don't just tell them, hey, I'm telling you what to do. And they're, what's the first question they say? Why? And you say, oh, no, just because. I'm, that, I'm the dad. And I'm telling you why. I'm not telling you why. I'm telling you what to do. And they say, but why? We need to have a deep understanding of our reasons why. So we say to God today, why should I be healthy? Why? And God gives us reasons why. See, that we come to an age of understanding as young people and then as adults. We want to know a deeper reason which gives us motivation. It gives us an underlying purpose as to why I'd want to have a gym membership or a personal trainer or get onto a diet or, you know, all the different things that we do. They're the surface level stuff, maybe the action steps that you take, but underneath it is a deep purpose and reason why. We do these things. And if you don't have that reason why, you're not standing on the rock of God's word and what he's saying about you. You've got to stand on his reasons why. And that helps you take course correction. That helps you do and make right decisions in what you're doing and getting that um, decisions and moving forward and those new patterns in your life. So it's at this time of year we can also talk about improving our mental health, we could improve our emotional health, the relational health, all these things, and we do it because we have a good reason why. Now I believe that we could succeed in our goals when we make a commitment to be faithful with the little things in our life, that we're taking one baby step at a time towards those things that God wants us to do. It's not too overwhelming, it's like a snowball effect you know how a snowball builds how a snowball grows it starts small and as it's rolling forward it starts building and it starts growing and it has this snowball effect so I want for you this year to have the principle of the snowball the snowball effect and that's all about making small healthy choices every day daily Every day. It was Mother Teresa who said these words, be faithful in the small things because it is in them that your strength lies. Be faithful in the small things because it's in them that your strength 
lies. There's something to be said about taking baby steps forward every day in the areas that we're wanting to grow in. It sounds like a biblical principle to me, doesn't it? Luke 16, 10, it says, be faithful with the little things and then you can be faithful with much. I want to talk to you today about making lots of little little small healthy choices throughout 2023 that will have that snowball effect in all areas of your life, particularly your health. And if we could just focus in on that area of health right now, our physical health, then you could understand and ultimately make small choices over time and that would affect your health overall. And Looking back in 2023, it would be a fantastic goal for you to have. Just those little bit by little bit, those little transformations over time. And once again, when we're faithful with those little things, those little choices, then you're going to see big things happen and be transformed over time. So I want you to think as we're going through this, what are some little choices in your health that you could be making? Little things that you could say, I could do that, small choice, a little decision, but over a long term, that's going to make a big difference. Just little practical things that might come to your mind, because later on I'm going to ask you, because God actually wants us to thrive in, your, in our health. He wants us to thrive in our health. Why is that? Well, let's take a reason why. Let's start looking at why he wants us to thrive in our physical health as an example. You could insert those other things, as I said, but today I'll focus on one thing. So firstly, when you look after your physical health, it'll be on the screen. Number one, it glorifies God. This is my reason why. Why do I look after my health? Because it glorifies God. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 10.31, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Whatever we do, we're to do it for the glory of God. It, it, it also tells us in Isaiah that we're created and we're formed by God to glorify God. This is our primary purpose in our life. When you ask the reason why, it's to glorify God, right? So we look after our physical health. Why? Because it glorifies God. That's a pretty good reason why. Now, I know that this scripture is referring in context to talking about sexual sin in that moment. But there's a principle here about whatever we do, we should do to glorify God. It's a principle of life. As it says in Psalm 139, it also says there, for you created my inmost being. You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. God has woven us together in our mother's womb. We were fearfully and wonderfully made by God himself. So we need to be caring for this body. We need to be good stewards with what God has given us to live in, this body. See, God does not make junk. We need to care for it. You are wonderfully made. Some of you don't feel like you're wonderfully made. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I am fascinated by the human body. More than 10 major systems in your body 
There's the skeletal system, the muscular system, the nervous system, the endocrine system, the cardiovascular system, the lymphatic system, the respiratory system, the digestive system, the urinary tract, and, and there's the, of course, the reproductive system. And there's other systems in this intricately knit together, meticulously woven together body that God has made, miraculously working together to keep you alive to keep you healthy, to keep you thriving. And then on top of all of that, God breathes his presence into this body so miraculously formed. He breathes his spirit into you and gives you life and gives you strength and power and energy. And and he, he says, I want you to thrive. I want you to thrive. And you need to respect what God has made. You need to have the right attitude about your body. You need to care for it. You need to nurture it. You need to feed it well. You need, to, you need this machine to be a well-oiled machine and be the healthiest version of yourself as possible because it will glorify God. That's my reason why. It's not to feel good. It's not to look good. It's not to you know, have some vain thing where I stand in the mirror and think, whoa, it's none of that. My reason why is because it glorifies God to do the best that I can with what he's given me. And I know that we are in a fallen world. I know that more than anyone. And when we look in the mirror, we can see our bodies and we can say, it's not perfect. Can I hear an amen? Because we're in a fallen world, it's not perfect. In fact, some of you feel your bodies are far from perfect. Can I hear a louder amen? And the Bible even teaches us that our bodies are dying. They're decaying over time, you know. We're not going to live forever in this. It's a temporary dwelling. But that doesn't mean we don't look after what he's given us for now to live in on this side of eternity. And some of you feel like you look in the mirror and you think, man, my body is decaying fast. Can I hear it even louder, amen? amen. <laughs> how do you know that? You're only, how old are you? He's only nine. He doesn't know what he's talking about yet, right? <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But even so, in the meantime, we need to honor God with our bodies and be the best version of ourselves so that we could live the way he wants us to live by caring for this body that he's given me this temporary dwelling even with the struggles I have with my body or sickness or diseases that come and and as I'm aging and and I know all of those things I've seen all those things happen in my life and in others lives and I understand that that we're in this fallen world and temporary dwellings that we're in and struggles as we're aging and we get weaker and all the but I want you to do the best you can with what you've got. Do the best you can with what you got by making small, healthy choices every day. Make small, healthy choices every day. And over the long term, it'll really help you because it glorifies God. Does that sound fair? Number one. Number two, Another reason why. When you look after your physical health, you're taking care of God's temple. 
you're taking care of his temple. The Bible says, you read it out with me, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honour God with your bodies. So to put this in context again, the scripture is referring to sexual sin here. However, the principle applies to our health or to other areas of our life as well. Your body is his temple. You house the presence of God in your body. Amazing, hey? Think about that for a second. Or think about that for a week. You house the presence of God in your body. And so, if you think about that, if I don't honour God with my body, I am, if I flip it, dishonouring God with my body. You can't sit on the fence on this one. I'm either honouring God with my body or I'm dishonouring God with my body. So here's the truth. After you accept Jesus into your life, become a Christian and you give God your, your heart and your life and he comes and lives in you by his spirit and he wants you to live the kind of life that, that he has outlined in his word. And since God actually lives in us, Paul tells us in this verse that our body is his temple and since God bought us at a high price, which was Jesus' life and his blood shed on the cross, then we are obligated to care for this body, this home that now the Spirit lives within, this temple. That's a reason why I care for my body. Because he lives within me. There's other reasons. It enables me to be a good witness for him. There's a great reason. We ought to desire to live our lives in a way that represents God and represents our faith well. And, and that taking care of our health is one way that we could be a good witness. You'll have more energy. That's another reason why. To be better equipped for what God has planned you to do. Ephesians 2.10 helps us to see that we are God's masterpiece created in Christ to do good things that he had planned for us a long time ago to do. So I want to ask you now and challenge us and not to, not to condemn us. So I want us to go out of here encouraged and built up and encouraged today, okay? Um, I want to ask you the question. How well are you doing at taking care of your health right now? How well are you doing? If your relationship with God is really important to you and you're not taking care of your health, you really need to consider this as part of your spiritual growth because there's a connection between your physical world and your spiritual world. And the more I'm learning about this, I see a stronger connection. Of course, there's other areas we want to focus in and build our health and our mental health and emotional health and, you know, our relational health and our financial health and all the key areas of our lives. Today, there's a connection between your physical health and your spiritual health. And you, you will improve it by making small, healthy, wise choices daily. And I do it because I'm wonderfully made. And it glorifies God. And this is God's dwelling place. My body, he lives here. 
So I need to do the best I can with what he's given me. Be a good steward with what you have. And so I want to get encouragement for that today. I want you to feel encouraged, information and scripture support and all these things and go out and take some action. I want to challenge us this year to think about those small little things that you can do that on a day-by-day basis and have the snowball effect. And uh, maybe you've been thinking, let's have a few. What are some small, healthy choices that you could make when you leave here today? What's Just one or two or three, just to give us a few ideas. Anyone got one? I go for a daily walk. There you go. Go for a daily walk. Why will we do it? Because I've got my reasons why. It's not just the, the action. You've got a reason why you're doing it, and that's why you'll be able to do it. What else have we got? Eat healthier food. Wonderful. So stop eating as much processed junk and fast foods and all that stuff. Get more into the good foods that will help you build your health, nourish your body. Yes. Eat protein. Oh, that will be Definitely. We all need more of that. So that's wonderful. Over here, is that Josh? Have good sleep. I agree with that one, and I'm the scenario I'm working on in my life. I even downloaded a sleep app in the last few days just to say I'm going to get my sleep or routine in better because that is an area I want to grow in. So sometimes we need to get support and get help in these areas of life. Sometimes it might be a specialist type person or specialist doctor or a trainer or maybe an app that's going to help support you. Whatever you need to get, get that support, get that education, start reading about it, learning and then acting these things out based on what you feel God is saying. Small, healthy choices to have a long-term effect. Maybe a couple more. What's some few more little small choices you could make? So you go first, Earl. Ah, who's up there? Play more golf. I love it. Yes, the sweet poison. Pull back on your sugar. You say, I could never do that because that's because we're so addicted to sugar. It's so addictive. But if you could pull back sugar, even half your sugar intake, the first thing to do is stop drinking sugar. Just stop drinking sugar altogether. And that will just halve your sugar intake. The inflammation in your body will go way down. And that's a huge step forward. And you'll start seeing progress throughout the year. You could probably say the same about caffeine, right? Halve your caffeine. I'm that, sorry I even touched that one. <laughs> don't go there, right? I could say that because I actually don't drink coffee. So I'm all, I'm all good with that one. Okay, maybe one or two others quick. And then we'll start to wrap up. There you go, just pull back a little bit and that will start to make a difference. Small, healthy choices every day. I think these are great. I have a little saying and I read in a book and I've just held on to it over the last little while, save party food for parties. And I just tell myself, save party food for parties. I try not to have too much of that stuff and it's helped me a lot. Okay, we've got to also remember the Bible does talk about things like gluttony. It said don't overeat. It talks about things like alcoholism. Don't have excessive drink. It talks about things like drugs. Get these addictive substances out of your life. So the Bible's very clear on all of these things for you to take care of your bodies. And so it's a, it's a good reminder for us today. Okay. Anyone else got one that's burning on their lips to share? Everyone take a nice deep breath on that one. 
breathe deep, slow down, and do that. To finish off, I hope you could see there's a connection between my physical health and my spiritual health. That as I grow my physical health with small, wise choices daily, it's going to affect my spiritual health. You know, the Bible says so beautifully, Paul said it in Romans 12.1, he says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, I urge you, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies. He didn't say offer your mind at that point. He didn't say offer your emotion and all these other things. He said, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. And this is your spiritual act of worship. There's a connection between offering ourselves to God and our worship. And I want us to really think about that today. We could offer our bodies to God as we find, finish up here in prayer. Maybe Shane, you could come and the team come. We'll have a, a song to finish up. But I want you to think about this. Offer your body to God today. Before we leave, let's offer our body to God and make some small, healthy choices every day. And let's see what we all look like at the end of 2023. This is the anti-aging sermon, okay? This is the anti-aging sermon at the start of the year. Let's see if we get to the end of the year and how young you all look and how fit and vibrant you all look and how wonderful we all are, how strong and how much we've progressed in our physical health. Can I hear an amen? I think it would be a great goal. But again, it's that connection to our spiritual life. The more healthy I feel... It doesn't just affect me, it affects everyone around me. The more healthy I am, the best version that I am of myself is going to affect my ministry, it's going to affect my family, it's going to affect my church, it's going to affect my effectiveness for God's kingdom that he wants me to have. My physical health does have a spiritual connection. That's not to say if you're sick and you're struggling through sickness. Like I said before, I, the balance is we're in a fallen world. I get that. There'll be times this year I might be sick and can't have what I'm saying here because that's life. We work through those things. But we've got to have the right heart, the right goal, know our reason why, and work hard with God's strength to make small, healthy choices every day that will have an impact over the long term. And you will look back and you will see a change. And I could say this as I finish up, from a personal point of view, it was only a year, a year and a half ago, I was in a place personally struggling with anxiety, struggling with the loss of my wife at that time, grieving through things, been through exhaustion and just been through physical exhaustion and mental exhaustion and my life felt like it was kind of like falling apart at that time and the anxiety that was on my life and just the stress burnout that I had in my life that was only a year, year and a half ago. Year and a half ago. And I just want to encourage you if you start doing this, making small, healthy choices every day, it has a long term benefit, like a snowball. And I can tell you that I healed myself. Well, God healed me through this process of doing exactly what I'm saying. So much so now that I look back and I can say, I can see such a transformation in my life and I know that this next 12 months is so important for me because I'm still on that healing journey I know I'm not there yet 
I'm on a journey just like all of you and still, you know, at the 80%, I want to get to the 90%, get back to my full health. And, and that all happens from making small, healthy choices each day of my mental health and my relational health and in my spiritual health and my financial health and especially for me right now, my physical health. And I want to encourage you in these areas. It's really important, okay? It's really important because it glorifies God and it honors Him and this body is His dwelling place. And that's my reason why. That's my reason why. I didn't want to stay in that place where my life was falling apart. I didn't want to stay there where anxiety would rule over me and keep sabotaging my thoughts. And, and I, I just said, I'm going to get on the course correction. I'm going to get the right people around me. And I got professional people in my life. And I got other people in my life who offered me that support. And, and we just worked together. And then step by step, one little baby step at a time, God healed me, and he's healing me more and more. So, yeah, let's pray. By including this, Lord, as my number one, and I pray that others could take this on board as a fantastic five. Lord, I know that I am ensuring with your help and with your strength, with your guidance, I'm ensuring that this is at the top of my mind each day to make small, healthy choices that will affect me spiritually, that will make me not only survive, but thrive in 2023. I want to do this, Lord, for you. You are my reason why. Lord, remind me each day of my number one, to keep choosing you. I want to choose Jesus every day. I want to choose to love you and worship you every day. Help me make this small, healthy choice to follow you every day. Because I know that it'll, over time, build me up and make me the spiritual person you want me to be. And so, Lord, I've learned there's no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. But, Lord, with you in charge of my life, I know I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And I pray for that today. You give me strength. And I pray over our church that you will build us up and encourage us and give us strength and help us endure and be resilient and be healthy. And I really pray that you would heal us I really ask you, Lord, that you will heal our hearts and that you will heal our diseases and sicknesses and heal our bodies. Lord, I pray that your power be released in us and that we will see you do miraculous things through our lives in touching us, transforming us, changing us and making us the people of God here at Creekside. Let it be a new chapter for 2023. In Jesus' name.